Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Everyone has at least one good story. And some of us have stories that are just to the left of normal. We're interested in the ones that push the boundaries of what we can perceive. Stories that defy explanations. Stories with an air of mystery. Stories we might not share. For fear of being thought of differently. But don't worry. We're all friends here. So... What's your weird story? Greetings and salutations, Weirdsville. It's that time once again for the What's Your Weird Story podcast. I'm I'm one of your hosts, Adam Beebe, and uh, that was, I was just trying something new there. It was a little weird. Um, with me, as always is uh barry johnson who's my co-host and uh before i greet him and uh introduce him i'm gonna tell you this is once again you were listening to the what's your weird story podcast your weekly podcast of weird stories as told by the folks who lived them and uh barry co-host barry johnson old oldest friend of mine in the world uh, how how are you, sir? Did you just call me old? Yeah, yeah. Well, you are compared to me, right? So. Somehow but, I'm, uh, you know, somehow I'm twenty years older than you, um, but yet relative. Yeah, <laughs> but yet we were born in the same time frame. But uh, yeah, I it's 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 genetic. It's, it's it genetic. It's weird, dude. <laughs> right. Look, hey man. First of all, both of us don't look our age. Um, so we're, we've both been blessed with good genetics. Yeah, on yeah, that yeah, end. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Thank you, mom. You know, my mom. I mean, Thanks to my mom. You know. Yeah, yeah. My mom and and to, and my dad too. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. He, that's for sure. He was older than most people realized. Uh, yeah. But uh, we've been blessed with that. Uh, you with rugged, good looks, and me with an amazing beard. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's yeah. about it for what I've got going for me. So. Well, yeah. So, how's it going, man? It's going, it's going good. We're making it. We're making something out of nothing here, guys. Yeah, we uh, really are. This is a. Sometimes you can polish a turd, but just so so much. <laughs> At least we're honest with it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. So, hey. So, I've been watching. Um, have you checked out uh, Conan O'Brien's podcast? You, Conan O'Brien needs a friend. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. Pretty, I've heard a couple of those. Dude, dude. it's pretty funny, man. Yeah. He's well, so it's Conan. He's so much. I think suited for that medium, you know, mm-hmm. like not on the stage, you know, because he's so much more loose, man, and he just lets it fire, you know. He doesn't hold anything back, you know. Nice. Um, but it's really good. I've been checking that out, man. I got on a kick um, a couple of days ago where I was watching a bunch of his stuff, and it's really good, man. He's got a really good. Uh, crew of people too, you know, yeah, funny, yeah. funny, funny people, man. Yeah. I've been, uh, well, I just caught up with every, uh, episode now of the, uh, off menu podcast, uh, which, you know, we did the, uh, we talked about that before yeah. with, uh, Gamble and James A. Castor, the British comedians. And, uh, I've been listening to trying to catch up on a lot of the other podcasts that I've, uh, missed out or that accumulate yeah yeah yeah. you know um but i like to do it that way i like to have several episodes built up um yeah 
as opposed well except for of course our podcast which i listen to uh every week yep. when it comes out and and repeatedly all the time as everyone should yes they really. should um <laughs> listen to it ten, yeah 10 times an episode that's minimum you know <laughs> uh, but yeah but i've been listening to uh another uh adjacent to that one called the taskmaster podcast okay. which is about a uh British game show cool. called Taskmaster. I think I've talked about it on here, but they have uh, a group of comedians come on and they give them these absurd chores and tasks to do. You can you can find it on YouTube and stuff like that. It's really great cool. if you like British comedy. Um, you know, yeah. um, then then you know it's it's really good. Um, so yeah, I've been listening to that. Those That's two main. Nice, nice man. That's cool. Well, yeah. So uh, we're keeping it weird around here yeah. as much as we can, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of on brand, isn't on, it? So. On brand. Hey, if it's one thing we know, it's branding, right? <laughs> Speaking of branding <laughs> and weird. Uh, no, we're not talking about, you know. <laughs> We're not talking about cattle or, uh, you know, or like, you know, scarification branding, are you? Is that where you're going? That's where I'm going, man. That's where I'm going. I'm going to the fraternity with it. You know what I mean? (laughs) You got to get the Greek symbol. So, (laughs) I don't know. It's a whole new story of yours that I haven't heard. (laughs) Uh, I want to hear somebody's stories. And we've got a great guest on. He's got some great stories, man. Yes, we do. Uh, today, joining us from Alabama is Justin. And um, Justin is, uh, well, we, he found us on a uh, podcast group on Facebook. And he does a couple of podcasts of his own. And, and But he is a, he's a musician, a drummer, and um, he's got... Uh, Man, he's got some cool stories to tell. Just a lot of just really wow stuff going on. So, I guess without uh, beating, you know, uh, yeah, without beating around the bush anymore. <laughs> I apologize to everybody for this being one of the most awkward intersections we've ever had. But uh, once again, hey, Justin, thank you. For, for joining us. What's your weird story? Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Man, I have many through my 32 years. I grew up, my grandmother um, always saw different things, always dreamed different things. Um, and I guess she kind of passed on that, if you could call it a gift, to myself and my sister and my cousins. Um, probably the most recent one, the very first house that my wife and I moved into had a ghost in it and she was an older lady. She, uh, she had really, really white hair Mm -hmm. and she was wearing us like a sky blue dress, almost, almost a nightgown even. Mm -hmm. And, um, man, I just remember the first time that I saw her and I interacted with her, my oldest son, who was. He was one or two at the time. I was standing at the stove cooking hot dogs for him. And uh, he looked at the door and he said, Daddy Ghost. I looked up and I saw her, you know, just kind of standing there. And uh, he looked at me and he said, she's cold. I said, she's cold? He said, yeah. 
and she nodded her head and she was gone. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. So you both saw and, uh, you both saw it at the same time. I mean, you both. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, she was just standing there in in the door. Wow. And and, uh, and she interacted with you. She uh, yeah. She wow, wow, dude. Yeah, she um, she would mess with my wife all the time. My wife would put laundry in the middle of the bed. She would walk away and go do something else, and the laundry would be on the floor. You know, she would just kind of push the laundry basket oh, over. Wow. So, oh, damn. So she, I mean, my wife, I named her Bertha just because she was an older woman, you know. Yeah. And uh, so we're moving out of that house, and my son had this toy that would sing John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. Hey, that his name song. is my name, too. There you go. <laughs> and so hey, we, you would sing that, but when you would stop playing with it, and it would be, you know, you wouldn't mess with it for about 30 seconds, it would say bye-bye. And my wife hated that toy. Right. So she left it in the house on the other side of the front door, on the opposite side of the house. So we're walking out, and my wife goes, all right, bye, Bertha. I hope to never see you again. And that toy from the other side of the house goes, bye-bye. No way. She <laughs> bolted out of the front door, man. It was insane. Oh, man. Damn. Dude. That's how long how did how long did you live at that house with Bertha? We were in that house for I want to say about a year and a half. And you saw and so she just was, yeah was it inter, was it uh, immediate interaction when you moved in there or did it happen over time? Uh, it it had been about three months before I actually first saw her. I mean, my wife had said, you know, oh, I saw the cabinet door open in the kitchen when I woke up this morning or something like that. So I didn't immediately see her. Right. Um, but that that first interaction with my son and I was. Was the first time I saw her was about three months in. Wow. Did your wife, does your wife should have, can, can she see uh, the dead people? Does it, you know, does she have the gift or is she like, uh, like a lot of us, like me, goes blind? She never saw her. Okay. She saw the evidence of her, but mm-hmm. she never saw her physically. Wow. How many times did you see her physically? Just the one time or? Six or seven. Wow. Yeah. Did you find out any more info about her or the situation at the house at all, or did you even look into it? I, I didn't really look into it. I, I feel like that kind of ruins the mystique, the mystery. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. So was she just, you know, was she playful with anybody else i mean she was you know she was playful with your wife she was you know with the laundry and everything did she was she a friend i guess friendly was she a friendly ghost i guess that's what i'm saying hey absolutely yeah i mean she never it it never seemed that she was out to harm any of us so i mean whenever she presented herself it was just in a at a random time she would just stand there you know and she would she would almost shiver you know, which is why my son, you know, interacted and said, hey, she's cold. Mm-hmm. Right. And then she would be gone. Right. Now, growing so, uh, really the only really the only mischievous thing that she did was, you know, say bye bye through that toy, just yeah. kind of interacting with my wife. Yeah. Wow. 
So growing up, I mean, you had these experiences too, like you would see things or, so that wasn't a big shock to you. No, not at all. I mean, my grandmother always saw stuff. I, I remember, um, so where I grew up, my parents' house was in the very front of the driveway. And then we had a house in the middle that my aunt had moved into and then she moved out of. So my parents bought in and rented it out. And then my grandparents' house is at the very end of the driveway. And so one of my chores growing up was to mow my parents' house and mow the rental house. Yeah. And so, I mean, there were many occasions that I would be mowing the rental house and I would just see a, a little kid playing in the front yard of my grandparents' house. Wow. And I had little cousins growing up. I have five cousins younger than I am. And so I would go visit my grandmother and be like, hey, was, you know, were the twins there or was Richie there? She said, no. Well, I saw somebody, you know, in the front yard when I was mowing yesterday. Well, that must have been, you know, this kid or that kid. You know, she would just name off random kids. She's like, oh, was it the kid? Did he have a blue scarf on or, you know, just random things. So, wow. like I said, I, she, I guess, passed down the right. gift to yeah. all of us. Wow. wow, man. That's that's incredible. We've spoken to people before, you know, they'll see stuff when they're kids and then sometimes that sort of goes away over time, but it sounds like that it, it kind of stuck with you, and, and you've always had that door or whatever open to you. So that's that's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I I worked at a barbecue restaurant for a few years, and I always heard stories of people, you know, saying, "Oh, there's ghosts in here" and stuff like that. And so the day before Thanksgiving, we would always smoke turkeys. And we would just stay overnight to get all the orders fulfilled. And I went to the bathroom through the kitchen and I came out and there's a, where the kitchen is, there was a, there was a bar and then there was a fireplace. And I came out and I saw a, I saw an older black man in overalls just standing in front of the fireplace. And he wow. just stood there for, you know, the longest time. Wow. Didn't bother anybody or anything. I, I walked back into the dining area from the kitchen a couple times just for different reasons. And he was still standing there. Oh now, did, did, did you know that? I mean, did you know immediately that this, that he was a ghost? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I was the only one there. So, and the doors oh. were locked. So I knew, <laughs> I knew nobody snuck in. Okay. Okay. So, Damn man. Yeah. Now, when you see something like that, is it opaque or is it like a full form? Like, I mean, what, what what does it look like to you? Is it different every time? Yeah, it's different every time. I mean, I've seen, you know, kind of the, I guess, the general idea of a ghost, you know, Casper that just has a tail and floats around. And, and then I've seen, you know, full forms of, of people, Bertha for example, was a full form, you know, right. I could tell what she was wearing. I could tell, you know, the features wow. and everything. So, wow. But just not solid. Like, right. Okay. Yeah. Wow. It's always hard. I've always tried to like, what would that be like? You know? Yeah. It's like, yeah. you know, you hear people talk about it. It's like, okay, I guess. I guess everybody sees that, you know, maybe, and maybe it's the way that they're projecting themselves onto the person too, you know, or whatever, you know, or however the person could percept, you know, perceive them or whatever that, you know, how, how, how much they can make out or something like that. It's just yeah. uh, interesting, man. Wow. That's yeah. Cool. I mean, I, 
people are like, man, were you not scared or anything? I'm like, no, you know, I've grown up with this all my life. My, you know, it's probably the most recent thing was actually fairly funny. So we have a, here in Alabama, we have a, a restore store, which is um, some things that people donated to Goodwill, they sell. Yeah. So my grandparents went and got a mattress from the restore store and two or three days later, they took it back. My grandmother was telling me about it. She said, well, I couldn't sleep. Like, was it uncomfortable or something? She said, no, I kept hearing this couple arguing. There were, there were spirits in the mattress wow. and they would argue all throughout the night. And she was like, yeah, I couldn't sleep. Holy I couldn't shit. <laughs> she must be, she must be pretty sensitive then. She absolutely. I mean, she, she, knows when somebody's going to pass away at times or has known. I mean, she would smell roses or she smelled fire before. Um, I remember I was probably 17 or 18 and I had a wreck and I had a wreck like an hour and a half away from the house. And so my parents called and talked to my grandfather and the only telephone that was in their house was in the living room and the bedroom from the back of the house. And so my grandfather went in and said, I need to tell you something, but don't freak out. She said, no, I know Justin had a wreck. He's okay, though. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, so, I mean, it's just... Wow. I, 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 don't, I don't feel that connected, but, you know, I know I am connected. Yeah, you got some of it. Is she spiritual, uh, or what? where does that come from? Yes. Oh. Yeah, she's, she's very spiritual. Gotcha. Uh, Christ- so, uh, Christ- I mean, I... Christian spiritual... Or, yes. or other. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I grew up in I grew up in church and, you know, was always told, you know, go to church every Sunday, this and that. And you know, I've fallen away from it as I've grown up and gotten back into it here and there, but you know Yeah. Oh, you know, always seeing, you know, my grandmother pray over meals and, you know, stuff like that. It just Yeah. It seeps kind of ties in. Yeah, it seeps yeah. in, man. Yeah. It's it's interesting because Adam and I, we grew up in a in a pretty religious uh, part mm-hmm. part of the world here, and uh, it's always interesting because people in the Christian world have one or two takes. Either they're open to it, or you don't want to open that door. And if the door is open, you close the door. You don't want yeah. to, you know, uh, you know, leave yourself vulnerable to something like that happening. So that's interesting that she has that take, you know, it's, it's, I think that's, that's, a, that's a good thing. Cause you're not trying to deny something ha- that's happening. Yeah, exactly. You know, it, it probably one of the most interesting things and it, it's kind of a two part interaction and two different people interacted. Um, so we owned a restaurant, my family owned a restaurant for about three and a half years and this lady walked in. We had a, it was a buffet style restaurant. So there was a point in time where we had a breakfast buffet and then we had the lunch and dinner buffet. And so this lady walked in as we were going from breakfast to lunch and she said, my family and I haven't eaten in a few days. Would you mind if we got some plates? My grandmother said, absolutely. So as the lady was getting plates, she went back and got a gallon of sweet tea that she was going to give the lady. And she laid it on the break table, which was opposite of the restaurant uh, to the front door. And so the lady walks out the front door. And my grandmother goes, oh, I didn't give her a sweet tea. 
And so she goes to walk out the side door and the lady's gone. Whoa. And it, it was an open area on both sides. So she couldn't have, you know, just disappeared in that or just drove off, you know, yeah. in that 15, 20 seconds. Wow. <clears throat> so a couple of nights passed and my dad was working second shift at the time and he's in his truck eating lunch. And this lady walks up and she tells him the same thing. You know, I haven't eaten in a few days. You know, do you have anything that you can give me? And he had, he had wound up going to McDonald's or something and got a two cheeseburger meal or something. So he handed her a, a cheeseburger and he always brought a gallon thermos of sweet tea. And so he went to pour her some sweet tea in a cup, turned around and she was gone. Oh man. Wow. And it, it's the same thing. Like where he worked, it was a completely open area and she was on foot. So she couldn't have just, you know, walked off right like wow. that. So, wow. Those, that kind of story, those stories remind me of a lot of uh, stories that I, I would, I'd heard younger about people um, having interactions with angels, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. and that goes back to old, um, you know, like the Old Testament, really, with um, where, you know, an angel would appear and ask for, you know, uh, help or something like that. And it was kind of, a, I, I guess it was a way to, you know, uh, like, you know, judging a person, not judging person, but, you know, seeing if a person was good or not, you know, and if you, yeah. you helped, you would help out a stranger, you would help out right. something like that. And that was, you know, so you were on the, the right path or whatever like that. But yeah. that's, I don't know, it seems that's, that's what that story reminds me. Those, both of those stories remind me of that kind of thing and how way back in our, I think it was our second episode where uh, Jessica told the story about the, uh, I think the the woman who uh, I think it was a woman who knocked on the door and uh, asked for they lived way out in the country. She this person knocked on the door and asked for uh, you know like some money and like some food, you know just you know just their help because they're you know they were, didn't have anything. And so her dad went and like got a little bit of cash and then something to eat and he came back and. Uh, he gave it to her, and then he went back and looked later, not you know, just a few seconds later, to see which way she was going, and she was just gone. There was just yeah. no. So it's crazy. Yeah. Wow. That's man. That's cool. That's and weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, man. So your dad is that your grandmother's son? Yes. Speaking of, okay, so it sounds like it runs in the family then. Yeah, and uh, he's not very open about stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I mean, if he has, if he has had more interactions, you know, I I don't know about them. Yeah. But right. Um, you know, my sister and I have seen stuff, and you know, talked about the stuff that we've seen, and you know, there, were my cousin that was close in age with my sister. Same thing with her, you know, we've, we've always been kind of open about the things that we've seen and shared the things that we've seen because I mean, it's, it's a bond that we share, I guess. Yeah. In a sense. Not so. very many people have that ability, man. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, neither Adam and I share that. So, um, <laughs> but we've had people on that have that ability, man. And we're always just like, that must be really an intense gift. You know, it is. And I mean, it's it's one of those things you don't control. I mean, yeah. you just see 
just random things pop up. Right. Right. So, I mean, I remember, I remember having a conversation with somebody and they were like, yeah, we saw this black car on the, on the highway one day and we stopped to help them. And you know, the car was gone when I got out of the car. Yeah. And like a week later I saw a black car on the side of the highway and I turned around to help them and they, it was gone. Wow. So, I mean, it's just like, it's, it's crazy how things manifest. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Because I had never seen a, I'd never seen a black car like that before hearing this person tell that story. Right. And then it's like, okay, is it there? Cause I've, I'm paying attention to that now, or is it, yeah. I've never seen it before. And this is, you know, just kind of the way that it goes. We've had that discussion. Exactly. We've had that discussion too here about, you know, about, about the, the, the mind link sometimes that you have with like, Oh, I should really call so-and-so. Mm-hmm. And then out of nowhere, you know, you'll get, you'll get some, text or an email or a phone call from an old for you know friend that you haven't touched base with in a long time it's weird man i i I have things like that to me happen quite often not 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 super often but often enough to where i'm like man weird things just happen to me yeah i mean that what you said happened to me recently within the last year a a good friend of mine who i you know i've kind of lost contact with um I had a dream, which my grandmother had had some some health things uh, beginning of last year. And so I had a dream, this was probably in May, March of this year, that she was in the hospital. And that, you know, I was upset and nobody had told me and, you know, um, just had a conversation with my family and all that. And then I woke up and I was like, man, that was a weird you know, a weird dream. And I went to call my grandmother and I just happened to see on Facebook that my friend Adam, uh, his grandmother passed away. Oh. And it's, you know, someone that I hadn't wow. talked to in, in a yeah. couple of years. Yeah. But the, the diagnosis that she had gotten, that my grandmother had gotten in my dream was how his grandmother passed away. Wow. wow. So it was just like you said, a, a kind of a mind link. Yeah. Think. Yeah. What do you think about that? I mean, what have you drawn any conclusions about that, or is it just still a mystery that you're? You know, I mean, you ever think about that? Like, what are the things that sort of align that kind of stuff? I mean, it's hard to put your finger on for sure, but uh, it's fascinating. It is, and I've asked, I've asked different people. I've asked pastors who have mentored me. I've asked people who have went through this and everybody has a different answer. So, I mean, it's, it's, I guess it's just an individual basis, right? You know, maybe, maybe it happens to me for this reason. It happens to the next person for another reason. Right. Right. Yeah. I think, I think, um, I think part the, of that- one of the pastors that I studied under and who has mentored me, um, he said that it's just a spiritual thing. Like the, the closer you are to God, you know, the, I guess the stronger that gift is, sure, so to right. speak. I was, and then I've had yeah. one pastor say, Hey, kind of stay away from that because that's demons. Right. Yeah. You know, that's one thing that, uh, it's, that's one thing that I, that I've noticed that within <clears throat> like, um, 
within like the Christian church or, you know, and, and, and because that's such a predominantly influential, you know, uh, religion, you know, that's, that's the biggest influential religion, especially in the South and in the Midwest, you know, in the States, mm-hmm. but, um, it's people are very, they're open to, to ghosts and to the spiritual afterlife, yeah. Um. But then there, uh, there, there. You know, and that there's there's people that are among us, and their spirits, and they're you know they can come and go or whatever. But then the predominant is, um, well, I guess the predominant is a lot of people just don't believe. But then you know, but more people so would would say that these are, you know, oh, if, if those are ghosts, they're not ghosts, they're demons, they're evil spirits. It all has to be negative, you know, and it can't yeah. be. You know, and and I, I, it just seems like I don't under I don't know why it's gotten that way, but it seems like mm-hmm. I guess you know some people would say, well, if ghosts keep are on Earth, then maybe then you know why can't, why aren't they in heaven and all of that? But I guess yeah. that's a theological. Discussion I think for I think I, yeah, <laughs> I mean, but maybe too, it's also that it, because of people's definition of what they believe God is. Yeah. If it doesn't fit that definition, then they just sort of dismiss it, you know. So that could be part of it too. Yeah, and I mean, I've I've seen both sides. I mean, I've seen, you know, I, I grew up in church, so you know, I've I've had spiritual interactions, and I've seen somebody get an actual demon cast out of them. Uh huh. So I know the, I can tell the difference between a demon and a spirit and there to me there is a difference now have you seen such like uh dark entities like have you had any uh Mm -hmm. okay wow any anything you could talk to us about that or so i i of course like i said grew up in church and so we would have camps every summer Mm -hmm. and there was a young lady who came in and was demon possessed and she she was in a service where somebody was preaching against demons just randomly and she had not shown any signs of any kind of possession or anything like that until then and she had she walked in the service and she was fine during the service when he started talking about demon possession and how to, you know, not really how to cast out demons, but how it was, how exorcisms were performed in the new Testament. Mm-hmm. She started growing scratches on her arms. Wow. Oh, wow. And like hand, like somebody had, had held her arm like this. Yeah. She had handprints on her arm. And she she almost dis, she displayed signs of seizures okay. in a sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so they stopped the preaching and they started praying over her and they cast the demon out and it was a like a black blob. Wow. Almost. Wow. And all of the younger kids um, 
they had leave the service because they were afraid that it would take over somebody else. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. So it, I mean, that was. Plus, it would just scare them. You know, I mean, just yeah, flat absolutely. Out, you know. So I mean, that was wow. that's one of the most memorable dark events that I was a part of. Yeah. Yeah, we've had guests on before who have seen uh, shadow people and things like that. Really mm-hmm. dark entities that uh, mm-hmm. they've had interactions with. And so it's, uh, you know, one of those scary, uh, you know, propositions, I guess, that uh, if you're if you're faced with that, you certainly don't want to steer into something like that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, it's it can be made obvious what is a demon and what is mm-hmm. a spirit. I mean, a, a demon is going to be malicious. Right. A demon is going to do evil things. You know, a yeah. just a, a normal spirit is, is, I mean, it's not going to be Casper the Friendly Ghost, but at the same time, it's not going to be malicious towards you. Right. Hey man, did I ever tell you about this recent thing that happened to me? I was driving around in the country and it was just after dusk. So there's a little bit of light still coming on out of the sky, but it was mostly dark. I saw this black school bus. I don't think I've ever heard this. Okay, so I saw this black school bus. All the windows were tinted and it started following me for about 15 minutes. Whoa, no. Yeah. What what did you do? I was at work. I was making delivery deliveries and I just kept making my deliveries and like it would even stop and wait for me oh. and yeah, so this, but it was never close enough to where I could see it or anything but it was following me man wow dang that's just an example of another really weird story that happened to me and that could have happened to you. You don't have to have a UFO encounter. You don't have to have seen the ghost of your grandmother. You don't have to know what Bigfoot smells like to have had a weird story. Basically, what we're saying is weird covers a lot of ground here on the What's Your Weird Story podcast. And we love hearing all of your stories, whether they're spooky, they're funny, they're bizarre, or they're just short, sweet, and unexplained. Kind of like our podcast. So, yeah, I mean, growing up in church, you know, you you learn about heaven and hell. And, you know, so I really don't believe there's a purgatory Mm-hmm. You know, that some people talk about, um, you know, I just think that, you know, there's angels that watch over you, you know, and you're, you're taught that growing up. And so, which reminds me of a, a story when my oldest son was first born a couple of, he was maybe a few months old. My aunt had passed away. And she she battled cancer for a while, but she actually got to hold my oldest son, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, she and my wife have when when my aunt was healthy, she and my wife had similar builds. Mm-hmm. And so I was working. Um, I don't remember where I was working at the time, but I was working late and I would get home at you know, one or two in the morning. And I had just got home from work and laid down 
and he started crying and I rolled over and I saw somebody standing over the crib. I thought it was my wife. Mm-hmm. So I rolled back over facing the door and she walked in. She goes, why did you not pick him up? Oh, man. I said, you were just Whoa. standing oh, right man. there. And then in the morning, you know, we talked about it. And I said, I think that was my aunt. Wow. You know, I think that was her watching over him. Wow. And so it's just, it's things like that that, you know, convince me the spirits are angels mm-hmm. to me. And then those that you see that are mischievous, that are, you know, evil, are demons. Right. What are some, um, you said you saw some other dark things, if you don't mind telling us those. Those are, like, well, they're fun, but they're also scary. But, like, some of the other, you know. Well, I mean, growing up, one one of the first things that I saw was a dark figure in the back room that my cousins and I used to play in. Mm. There was a window at my grandparents' house that went back at that time was just like a pantry type area, a sunroom pantry type area. And when it got dark, you would see a dark figure in that window. Wow. And wow. all, I mean, there's, there's seven of us grandkids and all of us have seen it, you wow. know, at different wow. points. You know, and the youngest, I'm 32, I'm the oldest, and the youngest is just now turning seven, 16 or 17. And so we've all seen it at different points. Wow. So just that, and you see, I've seen just out in public, just random things almost floating over people. Hmm. Oh, really? And it's just, it's like this darkness hanging over them. I got you, man. Yeah. And it, it makes, it, it reminds me of the, the depression pill commercial yeah. mm-hmm. where the lady has that little figure hanging over it. That's what it reminds me of. Interesting, man. So, wow. wow. I, that is a, that's a fascinating mental picture. You yeah, know, because when you said that, I immediately go to people that I've known or that I've met that just have this thing to them that could be scri- described just as you said. You yeah. know, just this, you know, almost like an entity that's like just pressing down this weird sort of weight, um, which is really just quite an interesting. Um, that's an interesting way to to phrase that, you know. It's something that you can't put your finger on consciously. Right. It just it, it it shows itself to you, you know. Uh yeah. visually I don't have anything like that, but I'm I'm empathetic in that way, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe I uh, hopefully and most people are. Well. Yeah, right. And some of them hide it well. Yes. I mean, some of them you just you can see like they've got a smile on their face and it's and it's again I go back to the to the depression pill. I forget what even medicine it is, but like the woman's, she's got a, uh, holding a mask. That's got a smile on her face. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And some of them are doing that. I mean, I can see this shadow over them, but you know, they're smiling and joking around and it's just a 
it's a mask to cover up right. what they're actually feeling yep. that nobody else can see. Yep. 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 That's a great way to put it, man. That, that is, that's uh what do you think about, I don't know how much thought you've given to this, but what do you think about like, uh, like native American culture and like, kind of like their history with dark entities and things like that. Do you think it's from the same sort of realm? Like, you think it's, we're all sharing in that sort of same thing, same experience? Yes and no. I think that I have a, I'm part Cherokee. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think, I think 20 to 25%, if I remember correctly. Okay. Um, I have a. I had a great uncle before he passed away who, like, literally, he embraced that. Like, he looked like a Native American. He dressed that way and all that. He completely embraced it. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think that Native Americans were more in tune with that side yeah. than we are nowadays sure. because mm-hmm. they believed in it more than we do. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I can tell these stories to a panel of 25 people and only eight to 10 of them will even believe me. Sure. Right. Right. So I think, I think they had more interactions and more respect for mm-hmm. spirits and stuff like that. Yeah than we do nowadays. Yeah, for sure. I think that history shows up in sort of your grandmother's way of looking at things, too. Her openness to it. Is she she from the Native American part of the family, or does she have Native American in her? No? Okay. That was my grandfather's brother. Gotcha, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Still, man. Yeah, we... um, because you wonder that sometimes like you'll watch some ghost shows or something documentaries mm-hmm. and stuff. And they'll talk about like these sort of dark entities that have been around for a long time and native Americans sort of like, you know, like Mothman and stuff like that. Like, you know, these different cultures yeah. sort of have a different explanation for it, but the commonality mm-hmm. seems to be a dark sort of thing. Um, you know, I don't know. It's weird. But the, the the thing about you know you're sort of the the people that um, that have gar- what you would call guardian angels or whatever you know mm-hmm. um, I'm a believer in that too because my you know that's kind of the way I was raised you know in, in the Christian world we're okay with guardian angels you know what I mean yeah, yeah. we don't like demons too much but it's okay yeah, to have a yeah. good guy on your side you know yeah and I think going back to the to the whole Native American thing. One thing that they believed, they didn't believe in angels and demons. Right. They believed that the the good spirits that were watching over them were their ancestors. Mm-hmm. Right. From there, so the Cherokees believed that their ancestors from the Cherokee tribe were watching over them, mm-hmm. <clears throat> while the evil spirits would be people from the Navajo tribe that were trying to sabotage right. their tribe. Yeah. So that's sure. that's an that's one way that they looked at it that we don't look at it. Sure. Yeah. Well, and that's that's just a, a that's a time a, a sign of their times that they were living in because, mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, outside of the tactical world, you know, as far as like this is what I can see, this is what I can touch, and then this is what I can't see and what I can't touch. 
but they right. didn't they didn't have a lot of science and time and re, you know the ability to look back and in retrospect and and sort of put this you know stuff together they're living in real time so yeah you know the evil in the world are my enemies you know yeah. not not a not a well and they didn't they didn't have the internet to, to look right. at every reality, yeah. you, know, <laughs> stuff, you know, stuff like that. So they yeah. had to form their own opinion about it. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. and like Barry said, though, I think that was a good point that they were living in the time they were, you know, because yeah. that uh, culturally, especially mm-hmm. that's their reference is, you know, their, the oral tradition and their stories. And then, you know, now, and then, or to that point, and they had, you know, the, they hadn't really probably hadn't encountered the, uh, the white man too much, which, you know, were yeah. probably became the uh, source of a lot of the, uh, the bad <laughs> things there for yeah. a while. So well, I mean, know. it was, it was the, um, it was the destruction of their culture, you know? And, yeah. and, but the mm-hmm. interesting thing is, especially where we live, cause we're in Oklahoma, we're, where were we pushed all the Indians to the native Americans too, you know? So we have this yeah. weird, like, relationship with it it's deeply embedded within our culture and it's even it, you know like we grew up with a lot of the native american you know a lot of native american friends you know growing up in in school that we literally grew up with you know from from you know the age of kindergarten and um so you get to experience that at a very basic level and it permeates the culture you know yeah. um yeah and it's just, uh, I mean, Jim Thorpe is from Oklahoma, for goodness sakes, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, but it's interesting. It's a different, um, it's a different way of looking at life. You know, it's a much more of the earth. You know, I've always said this too. you, like, you know, and you're more sort of like uh, country outside of urban America, more in the farm country. You get people that are very grounded, spiritual pr- people. Mm-hmm. You know, because they, yeah. they, that's what they have. You know, they're living on the land, you know, living off the mm-hmm. land. And um, it's a different way of looking at life, you know, for better or worse, I'm, I might I add. You know, there's great things <laughs> that come along with it, and there's also not so great things that come along with it. But part of what we're talking about, I think, as a whole, is taking the good out of, out of you know, your different cultures and, and making it something mm-hmm. better, you know. Yeah, and a lot of people hear Native Americans and they think casinos and, and right. this and that because it's been a misconception of, yeah. you know, Native Americans are these people who are pissed off at us because we took their land and this is, and no, it's, it's not right. that. Right. It's, it's, yeah, time has gone by and, um, you know, we, we mend the fences as much as we can, you know? Mm hmm. It was just, a, again, a different time. They didn't have the, you know, back then it was like, you knew what you knew and you knew nothing outside of that. Like you were saying right. about the internet. Like I can get on the internet. I could go live the life of a guy from India right now if I wanted to. Yeah. You know, somebody out there's, you know, got a 24-7 camcorder that they're, you know, they're doing all the uh, <laughs> living their life in front of, you know. It wasn't that way yeah. then. Back then, people from another part of the world were were a a, a mysterious, you know, idea. You almost know? like aliens. Exactly, man. Yeah, very, I yeah, mean. very much so. And but you know, and that's why. Well, that's why a lot of times people had those misconceptions about their other, you know, about those right. groups that there were 
they're they're foreign, they're other, they're they are alien, and they didn't understand. And you know, unfortunately, that historically has caused a lot of problems. But you know, I mean, yeah. I think we are getting to where we're a little bit, for the most part, open and embraceful to more cultures all over the world. But you know, I mean, there's still we're human, so we yeah. still have a lot of that built into us that right. we have to overcome. So, yeah. Hey, with that being said, let me ask you: What do you think of aliens, man? Can we can we broach that <laughs> subject? Is that something you are you open to, or where do you stand on it? I'm open to it, but I've never that I know of experienced it. Okay, yep. Um, I mean, is there life out there? We're we're close to fig- finding that out. Yeah, you know, I think you know with the with the recent travels to space um i think we're closer to finding that out than we have been yeah mm-hmm. um so i believe there could be life out there um but i don't i'm not experienced it yet so i don't sure i can't say yes or no yeah, yeah. i think that's a good way to answer it too right you yeah. know just because i haven't seen a ghost doesn't believe that doesn't mean i don't believe in ghosts you know what i mean yeah exactly yeah now I'm not gonna go to Area 51 and try and knock down the door and see, you know, try and prove <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but yeah, you know, That's just I'm not gonna trouble regardless. I'm not gonna write it off. It also, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you go to any kind of military installment and go knocking on, try to bust out. <laughs> That's the door not a good idea, regardless, dude. man. That's no. not a good idea. I don't yeah. care where you are. Yeah. That's not a good <laughs> do, idea. Do you remember the storm, the uh, Area 51, that thing that they were doing? Oh, remember gosh. they were trying to drum up the support for that. And then kind of a lame rave. Every yeah, everybody pulled out because they're like, "This is yeah, this is not going to happen." So yeah. um, that's pretty funny. A lot of people asked me if I was going to go to that, and uh, I was like, "Oh no, yeah, for those very reasons, I don't want to be shot." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> stay, stay, <laughs> exactly. yeah, stay without, uh, stay outside of the machine gun firing range. You know, you don't want to be caught up. <laughs> Yeah, it's been a topic that we kind of touch on from time to time, you know, with all the stuff that's coming out with the military and the government, like, you know, um, it's it's a topic that we touch on from time to time. And it's always interesting to find out what people think, you know? Yeah, and neither one of us have had, you know, ghost experiences, but we both have seen uh, UFOs. Weird you shit, know, man. In okay. Sky. So, yeah. you know, that's... Um, that's where we're at. We're on that side, you know. I mean, again, we're not. Um, Who's manning manning the weird things? Yeah. I don't know, but weird yeah. st- weird stuff is out there, man. You yeah. know. Yeah. And I th- it's something that I don't know if I would want to experience. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah, you know, it's, he, it's weird. Yeah. I'm fine. I'm fine with you know being being greeted by ghosts and spirits right. and stuff like that, right. but <laughs> the unknown of yeah. you know. Yeah. What is this? Yeah. yeah. That's going to freak me out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is funny because I'm the opposite. I'm right. totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, from other planets coming down and saying hello and all of that. But, you know, but for some reason, I, you know, and maybe, maybe my sister forced me to watch Poltergeist too many times when we were, you know, way too young <laughs> to, uh, to, you know, and not in school too young, you know, that, that but, uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. There's something about ghosts that it's just like ghosts are just, I don't really, I'm okay with, I'm okay with being ghost blind. I'm okay with not seeing them. So. 
but you know and that's a funny thing to me like watching paranormal activity and my sister and i used to watch those movies and just laugh yeah 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 like yeah i would not get scared at all yeah yeah (laughs) yeah so do you watch the ghost hunting shows and stuff not really that's interesting right i think a lot of it's scripted oh i mean just to just to see some of the the couple of episodes that i've watched yeah you can just tell it's fake and it's just right manufactured yeah yeah it's entertainment right it's entertainment yeah it is some that are better than others but you know oh yeah yeah, well, you know, and we've had we've had Dave uh, on from the Holzer Files, and he was awesome, man. He was an awesome guest, dude, mm-hmm. and he was a just a straightforward guy. And uh, the Holzer Files, I think they and do. Shane a, too. Yeah, Shane and Shane. Yes, Shane. Shane. Shout out to Shane, man. Uh, but but they uh, they're straight ahead guys, and I think they do the show in a good way. Like they do it in a you know that's that's the one thing I will say for sure, man. Like uh, some of the other stuff, man, is like. Ah, come on. You know what I mean? Like, we're making a... Yeah. You know, we, they have to... They have to see something or else they don't have a show. You know what I mean? Right. When you when you sign a contract, dude, you got to come up with the ghosts. You know what I mean? <laughs> Make sure the ghosts, the ghosts show up every episode. So, you know, I don't know. It's weird. But at the same time, I think that a lot of them can manufacture that in a way to make people think. Yeah. I mean, because a lot of the producers and stuff are coming in and they don't know, right. you know, what they don't know what you have to see. Right. To actually see something. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I they're smart enough to manufacture something in a way that makes it believable to okay, the non-spiritual, the non-unnatural. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay, here's my next question for you. So, do you have you gone looking for ghosts? Like, have you gone like specifically looking for, to see something ever? No, gotcha. There is a there is a bridge in uh, a town called Hartzell, and there they claim that if you go there at a certain time of night and you say this specific chant that you'll see this lady who abandoned her baby and you'll hear the baby crying. Okay, we love this stuff. Local folklore, man. We love this stuff. I have never went. Yeah. I've heard people who have told stories about it and, you know, some have said, oh, there's just a tape recorder under the bridge and, you know, at that (laughs) certain time of night, somebody stands out there and when they hear the chant, they press play on the tape recorder. Right. Convenient. You know, every night somebody's out there. Yeah. So, I, suppose, I mean, I've, troll. I've never yeah. been it's a troll that lives underneath the bridge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I suppose in, in the year 2021, you could do something like because you you could have a Bluetooth or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah. in 1975, or you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I mean the 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 Crybaby Bridge that is a, one of those wonderful local name. legends wonderful. that just yeah. everywhere. I mean, yeah. that is literally everywhere there's some bridge where there's some you can hear a a sad mother crying or you can hear the baby crying or something like that so uh but you know you said you never messed with that um one thing that uh i was was gonna ask you now about if you messed with or not and barry and i are definitely have never messed with 
and is that that's a Ouija board. Have you ever played with what I didn't think you <laughs> he's shaking his head very <laughs> He's on our team, now. man. Yeah, yeah. I won't even I won't even watch the movie Ouija. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My wife my wife would probably kill me faster than any any spirit I could summon would kill me. <laughs> yeah, that's the right answer, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're we're just we were. There's something about uh, you know we like you said like you. We grew up in the church, and uh, there's just there's just one thing that you know that's ingrained in us yeah. for sure, and that's like it yeah. may be real, it may be not. It doesn't matter. Right. We're not taking the right. chance with the Ouija right. board. Exactly. Yeah. I'll go out yeah, and cry baby of... bridge with you, and you can call out the names <laughs> and all that stuff. Yeah. Sure. You know, we'll go spotlighting for uh, for UFOs or something. You know, or Bigfoot. Sure, I'll go chasing after that. But uh, I'm 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 not I'm not I'm not messing with the, with the Ouija no, board. No. 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 <laughs> that's that's deeply imprinted into the DNA from generations ago. Stay away from <laughs> stay away from it that, is. you know. Yeah, definitely. That's uh Yeah, so it's interesting, man. Um it's uh, I think that when we were growing up we had a, we had certainly a different way of looking at life because we we weren't able to sort of get outside of our little small area. You know, but then when you get out mm-hmm. and you get more information and you make, you know, relationships with people outside of your area, um, it, it helps to sort of go, okay, oh, like different opinions are okay. You know, uh, yeah. different life experiences are okay. And it's good to learn from one another. You know, uh, that's absolutely why, yeah. part of the reason why we do this. We have conversations mm-hmm. with people because. You know, it's cool to um, to have conversation not through a keyboard, but like, you know, just just talking, you know, face to face as much as we can, you know, within reason. I mean, you're in Alabama, you know, but uh, yeah, but it's cool. It's it's like you're it's like we're just hanging out, you know. So that's what we try to do with the podcast, you know, because we find that people are willing to share weird things, man. And uh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Oftentimes, yeah. even share things that they don't share with their friends. Yeah, they want to. F- mm-hmm. They want people want to talk about their experiences, but they don't want to talk about it with people that don't understand, or or at least they with people who are gonna you know judge them or look at him you know weird. Um, right. That's that's why we do this because we we love just talking to people, meeting people, but we love hearing these kind of stories because this is the stuff that we don't you know we don't normally hear. Right. So. Yeah. Speaking of podcasts, man, you do a few podcasts, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So let's talk about that. So you're a musician. You play, you're a drummer, right? I am. Cool. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. So you, how many different projects do you have going on at any given time? Do you, so, pl- do you play in a bunch of bands, or I you- did until, and I don't want to get political with it, but until COVID right, shut everything right. down. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. You know, I had I had three different projects that that's I was a, working with. That's a lot. And, that's a lot. So yeah, yeah. <clears throat> constant. But um, constantly right now, yeah, right now all I do is uh, I play for the church that I attend. Okay. Um, Good. Epic Church in Decatur, Alabama. Okay. Good. So, so that's and a, I do some studio work here okay. and there, and 
you know, different things. And um, even before pre-COVID, I was teaching drums sure, as well. Right. But, yeah. you know, everything kind of shut that down. Nobody yeah. wants to do it through Zoom because sure. you have a thousand yeah. people on right. YouTube that teach for free. Right. Yeah. Sure. So. Well, and, and when you're doing something in the arts, if you're doing something like in music or, you know, anything creative, um, a lot of it, if you're good when when teaching needs to be there in person and and mm-hmm. to be able to learn to be able yeah. to mimic to be able to process in a different way yep. a hands-on approach yeah um which i always thought for me was one of the you know the best ways of me learning was doing by doing so. right right music and art and right. uh, is definitely oh that's a, a key per, per, uh, component so definitely so, like, who 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 are your main influence? Like, what what kind of stuff were you, did you grow up on, and like, are you into? So, I grew up um, listening to bluegrass and stuff like that because okay. of the church organization that I grew up in. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, but once I was kind of, you know, um, able to forge my own path, I mean, I I delved into so many things i mean i delved into classic rock you yep. know black yep. sabbath metallica stuff nice. like that yep. I, yep. I delved into you know maroon five and and different things like that so yeah I, I got a lot of the a lot of my influences from different types of music yeah mm-hmm. yep. which kind of helped me form the sound that i wanted to have sure right yeah yeah we were talking yeah. the other day about stealing from uh from other artists you know that's what you do you take from a little bit from everybody and it, it yeah. you know put it through your filter and it becomes you you know yep yeah yeah we steal from each other you know as as oh, art, yeah, as musicians as artists you know and that you know that's the greatest form of flattery you know also for for people that create you know you, you borrow something from somebody and and it hopefully you get to the point in your art that you know it's something you turn into your own yeah. You know, all of it. Yeah, I mean, you know? I, I look at a band like Greta Van Fleet, mm-hmm. if y'all are familiar with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, people are all the time saying, oh, man, they, the singer sounds like Robert Plant and they're, you know, just Led Zeppelin wannabes and this and that. But you get your influences from somewhere. Yeah. 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 You I know, mean, and, and Led Zeppelin is one of the most popular bands yeah. ever. Right. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Unfortunately, they live in a time when they're not going to be allowed to, you know, sort of figure it out. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like it's like for like these days, you got to be big from the get go. You know, like back in the right. day, people could have three shitty records. You know, before yeah. they actually find themselves as an artist. You know, you don't have that right. chance now. You got to come out of the gate, the biggest thing in the world, and stay yeah. at that level. It's just, it's just yeah. impossible to ask. You know, well, or you, or you have to get Instagram famous, yeah, yeah. or yeah. YouTube famous, right? Yeah, right. So I mean, it, it's it's a lot to ask of of musicians nowadays. I mean, royalties right. are crap nowadays. Yep. You know, used to you could get all of your money from royalties on music because radio played right. your songs and this and that, and now you. Uh, you get a tenth of a cent off yeah. of a million plays on Spotify. Yeah, your yep. so- your songs are literally worth nothing. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know. So I mean, you have to. You have if you want to make music as a music, or if you want to make money as a musician, you have to tour. Yeah. Yep. And you can't do that right now. So. Yep. yep. I mean. What if you're what if you're in your 70s and you're a rock star from the 60s and you still need to make a living so you go out and you tour and you're fucking an old guy having to do that cuz their fucking back catalogs aren't selling anymore, you know? Oh, I was going to say I don't know. Yeah. Fucking an old guy uh, has to do with any of that Barry, but I realized <laughs> that I took that out of context. <laughs> hey, things get harder as you well, get older. Well, a lot of you this know? Hey, a lot I don't of them care. still no get, judgment. you know, a lot of them still get mailbox what they call mailbox money, which is right. royalties yeah. because they have a uh, a grandfathered, yeah. uh, not to right. call them old again, but have a grandfathered deal yep. with yeah. the record company. Yeah. So, yeah, man, yeah, it's a crazy, yeah, so, it's a crazy world, man. Music it really world. is. Yeah. All right. So your podcast, though, yeah, uh, podcast. More specifically, yeah. So I have, <laughs> yeah. So I have two different podcasts. I have one podcast that is called the Drum Shop Podcast, which is basically like this: is it's just myself and my co-host having a conversation about whatever topic we pull out of the air. Nice. I mean, we've had uh, we've had a podcast about our biggest influences. Um, we've had a podcast about you know our biggest drum failures. You yeah. know when we were what happened on the stage when you know we felt like we wanted to quit because we messed up so bad yeah you know so yeah uh that that one's called the drum shop podcast and then uh, i have a few endorsements through a a few companies and one of the companies that i endorse has asked me to uh do a podcast for them and it's the creative percussion podcast cool and it's basically myself and another creative percussion artist, and I just interview them and, you know, talk about them as, you know, where did they get started as a drummer? Where did they get nice. started? You know, what are they doing now? You know, how do they connect with creative percussion? Basically, just trying to get creative percussion out there. That's cool, man. And that one's just, like I said, called the Creative Percussion Podcast. Are they are they a drum manufacturer? What do they make, man? So they make different uh, percussion tools. They have, um, so you know, they have uh, shakers. Yep. Yep. That people use. So they make a baseball shaker. Oh, cool. So it's it's in the shape of a actual baseball. Nice. But it has a different. There's four different ones, and they have different granules inside of them. Gotcha. And so, like the red one has like almost bbs or ball bearings yep. inside of it so when you shake it it has more of an intense sound right you know different stuff like that and then you go down the line and it has smaller pebbles in it to make you know a less abrasive sound one of them nice um they make these um what they call hex stacks which is just three plates that you stack on top of each other and they give you kind of a trap snare kind of vibe sure man that's awesome they they just make a bunch of different things that's cool man dude that's really cool we're always love trying to promote you know small companies too you know anything absolutely yeah yeah Yeah. that's cool that's cool man
Hey everybody, you're listening to the What Your Weird Story podcast. You probably knew that already because you're listening or downloaded to the episode off of your iTunes or your Spotify or whatever place you get your podcast from. We want to thank you for listening. We also want to remind you to like us, follow us, subscribe to us, make sure that you get your new podcast episode every week. We'd also like to ask you to rate and review so that we can grow our audience and we can have more friends, we can have more stories. So thanks for listening to What's Your Weird Story. What was the very first time that you remember seeing, you know, like a a ghost or something other that wasn't there? So I was probably eight or nine and I was up at my grandmother's house and we had a swing set it, it was a white swing set and the corners were green and all the swings and the slide and stuff were green. And I was swinging on it and, you know, doing what, doing what you do as a kid, you swing and, you know, get out and you jump off. Yeah. You land. And I had, I guess I had knocked myself out or something cause I had jumped off and just landed awkwardly. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, of course back in, back then, you know, your parents or grandparents sent you outside to play until the sun went down. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, my grandmother was inside, you know, cleaning the house or, you know, cooking supper or something. So she, she wasn't watching me. Um, and so I remember like waking up, I don't know how long I was out, but I remember waking up and just seeing this girl who had to have been my age standing over me and just like having a conversation with her. And then I woke up or I got up and I went inside and to tell my grandma, I was like, somebody's here. And she was talking to me like we talked about school and stuff like that. She said she was in my class and all this kind of stuff. And so we walked out and she goes, well, where's she at? I said, I don't. She was just standing right there. And my grandma was like, well, it must have been, you know, so and so. And she named off somebody. Wow. Wow. So it was just, Yeah. That's Damn. that's probably one of the earliest ones I can remember. Wow. Do you think you think that started at all, maybe, or like that whole situation, maybe? I don't know. It you may have. They yeah. had trauma, Barry. Is that what you're asking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a, yeah, you know, all the mental damage that's that was sustained. Yeah. Were you a drummer before that? Also, <laughs> that I mean, explains yeah. everything, man. <laughs> it does. Yeah, because I, I didn't start playing drums until four years later, See? so it had to have been it. That's where the the seed got planted. (laughs) You you had mentioned that you had a wife, which really, uh, which kind of made me sad because I wanted to ask you uh, uh, if, you know, if you had a girlfriend or you were homeless, but you know, as drummers, (laughs) (laughs) here come the drummer jokes. I was was in a band and we didn't have a drummer. We had, you know, just program drums. So I didn't get to use the the drummer jokes all the time. Yeah. Not now. Well, nobody could complain about the tempo, I guess. (laughs) That's true. It's set. Oh, shit. Awesome, dude. Well, hey, this was awesome, really. This is a good one. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it too, man. It, I, you know, we talked about it a, about a month ago, and I've been looking forward to it ever since. That's awesome. So, I mean, I'm, thank you all for having me. We just enjoy doing this, man. And you were a great fit, dude. Great yeah, absolutely, fit. Absolutely, dude. 
Well, hey, I appreciate that. Like I said, I appreciate you guys having me on because, you know, like y'all said, it's it's not very often that you get to tell these stories because, you know, again, I, I could be in a room of 25 people and 10 believe me. Right. You yeah. know, so it's, it's just nice thing. to. Yeah. yeah. It's just nice to tell these stories to people who are actually like, oh, wow, you know, I, I believe that actually happened. Yeah. 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 So. That's what it's all about. You know, it's like you can't you can't tell somebody what their reality is. It is what it is. You know what I mean? So yeah. for me to explain to you one thing, you know, that makes sense to me, doesn't mean that it's going to make sense to you, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, but all, all we can do is just try to hear one another and say, Oh fuck, man, that's crazy. You know? Yeah. So seriously, thank you for taking time to hang out with this man. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank y'all for having me. How we'll so, have to have you. We'll have to have you yeah. back on sometime, man. If you feel yes. definitely any time. Cool. Yeah, open, we'll keep in touch. Yeah, open book policy or open uh, open door policy here. Anytime you want to come on, just get, you know, we'll, we'll make it happen. You know. Yep. Awesome. That sounds cool. great. Cool. All right. Web, websites? Do we have? Do you have websites or anything or contact info you want um, people to have or? I mean, you can find me on Instagram at drummerjm7. Um, okay, that's really the main the okay. main social media that I use, and you know that's how, that's how I book a lot of my sessions and stuff. Cool, like that. So that's that's just how I really get in contact with anybody. So sweet, man. Sweet, cool. sweet. Yeah. Say, Barry. Yeah. What's the weirdest job you've ever had? Yeah. That's a good question. It would either have to be the time that I worked at a cattle feedlot or the time that I worked for a Greek painter. Were you his model? Uh, not quite. Well, you know, it's funny because one of my weirdest jobs was being in a model in art school. But it was portraits, not full body nude. The reason I'm asking is because those jobs may be kind of normal, but we know people are out there that have weirder jobs than that. Maybe you're a mortician. Maybe you're a scientist trying to bring back the dinosaurs or the woolly mammoth. That'd be cool. That would be really cool. If you guys out there have weird jobs, unusual jobs, crime scene photographer, maybe you worked at an adult educational film set. If you know what I mean, wink, wink. Just something that's unusual, out of the ordinary, and, you know, a little bit weird. Hey, those are cool stories, too. We'd love to hear those. So give us a call or an email or whatever. You know how to get a hold of us. Be part of the community of Weirdsville. That was a lot to digest. Yeah, man. I just I don't even know where to get where to begin, but uh, but again, but to say again, once again, thank you, Justin, um, for for coming on and, and sharing those awesome stories. Just, yeah, I can't even imagine. Yeah, just having that ability since such a young age. Yeah, and just that's normal, you know. Yeah, I I think is. His family have a lot, a lot to do with the way that he's able to put that together. You know, he seems like a really grounded guy. Oh, for sure. Especially 
considering that he's a drummer. Right. So, exactly. You know, I get a percussionist more yeah. than so. So there, maybe that's the difference. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, uh, drummers and percussionists are, are fairly unfettered folk, you know? So. <laughs> but no, yeah. Awesome, awesome stuff. Just weird, weird stories, man. The, 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 the black of the demon that was cast out yeah i mean it just sounds like so many things and, and then of course that the shadow being in the back of the house that all the kids saw yeah god man yeah they play out there they would play out there dude yeah wow. and every one of them said they had that experience it's so crazy it's yeah. so weird i've never had something like that happen so it's weird to me no. that's weird to me and of course the uh the woman who maybe she was an angel maybe she was a ghost asking right. for for food yep that's what it you know again that's what it sounded like to me yeah uh hearkening back to uh to jessica's story yeah uh, which was so. which was another great story if you guys haven't heard that one you need to go back into the archives and listen listen to jessica's story yeah way back number it's like the second or third episode yeah yeah you're very i haven't listened to any of those early episodes in a while i'm sure we're very shaky yeah uh, but then again judging by today's intro uh, <laughs> maybe we were better off yeah that's true <laughs> we've gotten too relaxed around here man we gotta start cracking the whip you know <laughs> no but it was yeah that was cool that was cool thank you so much again justin for coming on and again you know here's a great example we didn't know each other you know, in, in five minutes, we're, we're just having one of the great discussions, you know, that we've had on this podcast, in my opinion. Absolutely. Yeah. And go check out the podcast um, that he does with his buddy and then with his, uh, with the, was it Creative Percussions? Go check those out. Yep. We'll have some links in the social media and whatnot. And uh, you can also follow him on his Instagram. Once again, thank you. Weirdsville for 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 listening to us and uh, for being part of this journey that we all are and yeah. sharing of your journey with us and uh, we want to hear more. We're always up to hear more stories, weird stories of all kinds. You know, we get a lot of folks that think, well, I have to have seen a ghost or Bigfoot or or a UFO or something like that. But you know, I mean. As you've heard on previous episodes, weird can be a lot of different things. Yeah. It's whatever you know you interpret as weird. You know where, where we've had uh, Bethany getting uh, held at gunpoint and robbed, and then getting hit by a police car after she's trying yeah. to report. And, you know we've had uh, you know Emotron tell us some wild, yeah. wild stories and great information about his ayahuasca yep. experiences, and yep. you know we had. Um, stories about going to other countries and experiencing the other cultures that are quote, you know, that are weird. Yep. And, but, you know, we don't mean weird in a bad way. We just mean weird is not the norm for us. And that's yeah. just, you know, I mean, you know, anytime Sam, our buddy Sam comes on, uh, uh, yeah. that's uh, kind of weird itself. That's a whole so, other ball. Of <laughs> so, you know, we just, we want to talk to you guys. We want to hear from you. Um, we want you to join us on the show. Tell some, tell some stories and uh, have some laughs. Contact us at our uh, email, wywspod at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook. Join our Facebook group. Um, we're not super active there, but you know we do respond to any messages. Um, 
You can also follow our Twitter and our Instagram. Send us uh, smoke sig- signals, I guess, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nobody's done that yet, but hey, if Good you do, idea. take a picture and then post it to Instagram so that we'll for sure to see it. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, whatever you got, if it, you know, it's a good story. Everybody's got at least one good story, and we want to hear it here on the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Aren't we coming up on three years? Dude, we are. We are creeping up on it very soon. Our official anniversary date is August 27th. Wow. Um, and we're going to be falling. That's falls between two episodes this year. Um, but it's not that far away. Um, it's only two or three episodes wherever we decide to, yeah. uh, to, to plant it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, hey, three years, three years, man. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. Yeah. It is. one. We've had some good ones, guys. And, and, no. uh, and, and you guys make it happen. And as far as we can tell, it seems like we're doing okay. It seems like people are still listening to us. You're downloading in some aspects. So yeah. we appreciate it. We, we do, and we hope you enjoy and help us grow and let us know. Um, you know, even if you don't have a weird story that you want to share, you can shout out and send us a hello email or message or slide into our DMs or even call the hotline, which, of course, is area code 513-909-9821. International code is 1 if you are outside of the continental United States, or probably even the uncontinental United States. Um, Interpl- still- inter- interplanetary orbit system. Yes. Yeah, yeah. If you, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we just, we love hearing from you guys, and it's always good. It's always fun, and we really enjoy talking and hearing all the cool, weird stories, and we hope you have been enjoying it as well over these almost three years. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So stumbling out of this outro, um, we will see you next week with some more cool stuff. Oh, you're going to dig it. Um, But we will see you then until that very point in time when you do choose to join us again. We love you. We don't say that enough, but it's true. Yeah. We love your guts. We love your guts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So be safe. You caught me in the middle of a sip. Yeah. Be weird. <laughs> As always, if you have a weird story, we want to hear it. If you have a lot of them, we want to hear them all. We can't do this podcast without your invaluable contributions. Whether it's sharing your stories, listening, rating, and spreading the word about the podcast. Thanks for listening. Till next time, be safe. Be weird. Stories presented on the What's Your Weird Story podcast are, to our knowledge, true experiences that our guests have had. We can't take the time to research all claims made, and besides, it's just not as fun.